The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast is powered by SportsDrink, your digital water cooler. Buen día, buen día, mi gente. Soy Coleman Ayers, presentador de Attention to Detail, the podcast. Y por la primera vez voy a hablar en español. Nah, I'm playing around. I wish I was at that level. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Coleman Ayers. Welcome back to Attention to Detail, the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how learning a new language, not fully yet, at least, but starting and continuing this process to learning a new language, which is Spanish, has taught me a lot, not only about learning a language, but just about life in general. So jumping straight into it, a little bit of background here. I took Spanish for you know, like most Americans with a language, took Spanish for at least nine years in school, easily, probably more. Didn't learn shit. <laughs> I mean, I did. I'll be, I'll be fair. I definitely learned a foundation of it, but there was no way that I could speak it in any sense fluently to native speakers, you know, passed it, did the AP Spanish exam, got like a four on that, so I didn't even have to take it in college. So I was like, all right, I'm killing it in Spanish. Like, I haven't really tried speaking it yet, but, you know, it'll be easy when I do. Nah, no, no chance. Way different monster. And that's something I'll talk about later in the podcast. But so I, I had a decent base um, of, of the language of Spanish in terms of grammar and all that cool stuff. But learning a new language has always been something that's been appealing to me. I just never really realized the importance of it in, in school. Uh, and again, like I mentioned, I thought I was learning a new language, but I wasn't. Uh, and then traveling the world this past year for, for basketball, being in Mexico or going to Mexico to Puerto Rico, um, even the places like Curacao where they, where they do speak Spanish or much of the population speaks Spanish. Living in Miami, which you know I, I think 70-some percent either speak Spanish or it's their first language. I can't remember the stat, but being in places where it's spoken so heavenly. Wow. I, I really just said heavenly, heavily, 
kind of incentivized us a little bit more, but also just made it more readily doable. Being in, a, in places where people speak Spanish a lot, uh, I've always kind of wanted to learn a new language, and I figured that it would also be able to just expand my impact a little bit more as well. It just made me think about how many people around the world could understand the content, can learn from it, could potentially get new opportunities, could get so much out of basketball or so much more out of basketball if one American trainer or you know a couple but just myself being one American trainer just learned a new language and started to expand their reach in that language like again my, my one of my big goals or really my central goal in general is just to deliver resources information training methods opportunities to people around the world to hoopers around the world and if I'm the gringo that only knows one language, it's pretty tough to do that. And yes, it's tough to learn a new language. Yes, it's uncomfortable. It's something I also get into. But it's it's truly aligned with my my long term vision, along my long term purpose. I feel, and it would only be right to learn at least one more language, uh, hopefully more in the future. So as I started to learn Spanish. Again, I'm not fluent yet, but you know I've been to what's that four or five uh, Latin American countries this year, and I'm able to talk to people and even coach players up in, in Spanish. It's a little bit tougher to present, and like I couldn't do this podcast in Spanish, for example, without just saying um. Uh, uh, but I've gotten to a level where I can communicate it, and the doors that it's opened up have been amazing. Uh, I just went or I just came back from Chile where we did a camp and a conference in in Spanish. Uh, that was with two of my guys, or really three, Cristian, Martin, and, and Cabrera um, from all around Latin America. And man, that, that opened my eyes, being able to speak to, to, to players and, and get their stories and coach them up and see how much they gained from it. And on the trainer side or the coach's side of things, being able to coach coaches, being able to teach coaches or hopefully expose them to something different than they're used to, that's huge. And again, that goes back to my, my ultimate mission, but also just gave me a chance to see the world. I mean, being literally thousands of miles away in a new country, where it's a completely different culture, completely different language, <clears throat> that's, that's priceless for me. And... I wouldn't have had that door opened if I wasn't putting so much effort towards learning a new language. So I think the first thing that I've learned is that maybe not learned, but it's at least been uh, confirmed for me or validated for me that new doors will be open for myself. But more importantly, I'm able to open new doors or new, I'm able to share information effectively with thousands more people, probably millions more people, hopefully in the long run. And that is extremely rewarding to me. And that's kind of pushing me to continue to learn this. To get a little bit more analytical now, I think learning a language can also be parallel to learning a movement skill. And you know, it's, at some point when you've been doing something your whole life, for example, I've been playing basketball my whole life, I try to find ways to challenge myself from a, from a motor learning standpoint, and it's difficult. And I played a lot of sports growing up. So like 
every time I try to learn a new sport, it's like some weird obscure sport. I've been trying it with golf, but I kind of grew up playing golf, like not a crazy amount, but I had some early exposure. Uh, beach volleyball, I, I, I got into this summer and I picked it up pretty quickly. So I'm tr- I've been struggling to find things that are just super difficult for me to learn, to pick up. Uh, and none of the motor learning things are really working for me. So uh, what I figured was, all right, let me try to go through this process with something that's a little bit out of the sphere of motor learning, but can be paralleled, and that is a language. And I've learned that language is very similar to how we learn skills, motor skills rather. Now, of course, we got to be cautious here. They're not the same thing. There will always be differences, significant differences, but I do think it is pretty similar. And the best way to put this is the immersion. So kind of the ratio between immersion and the foundations. And foundations would be in Spanish or in in a language, learning the vocab, learning the grammar, uh, understanding why we conjugate verbs a certain way and, and what certain adjectives are, when to use them, all that stuff. And then immersion is just going out and hearing people talk in the real world, doing talking yourself. And this is typically the way that people learn language is best they just go immerse themselves now this is tough without a foundation because i know damn well that if i went to somewhere where they spoke anything but spanish or english like for example when i was in france this this past april it's it was impossible there's like all right there's no and mind you france some of the words are are quite similar to english and spanish compared to other languages and I was still like, all right, there's no way I would start to understand anything here. So you have to have a foundation. That's kind of like in basketball. If you if a kid's never picked up a basketball before, they're not a great mover. Before they get into playing, they got to have probably some foundation. But at some point, once you have that super basic foundation, you know some vocab, you know the, the, the main verbs, like let's say the most, the thousand most common words or 500 most common words or 200 most common words whatever it may be then once you immerse yourself and you have a little starting point your learning will take off and for me like every time i've been to puerto rico every time i've been to or when i went to south america uh when i spend a weekend only talking in spanish to some of our team members here at the gym my spanish shoots up more than it would if i studied spanish for a month straight and it's crazy how that happens. And that's why literally getting out of school after taking it for 10 years, I couldn't couldn't say anything. I couldn't have a conversation. And now I feel very comfortable with speaking because there's immersion. All right, why am I talking about this? Well, in basketball, it's the same thing. Once you develop that foundation, you need to be immersed in the full skill, the full environment, which is playing basketball. This is why I implement so many small-sided games into my training. This is why I implement so much free play in my training. This is why I encourage my athletes to go play basketball. Because, yes, we need to continue to work on that foundation, just like I, a few days a week, really dive into the vocab, try to learn something new, maybe try to learn some new uh, verbs or nouns or a different way to say something. But then I just go and try to immerse myself in it. And I try to have calls with people. I try to send voice messages to some of my buddies in Spanish and receive them back and just call people in Spanish, talk, it's like immersing myself. And this is like playing, it's like me just going to play. So it's going to apply those things that we worked on. And I think in both senses, both learning a language many times, at least in school, and 
learning a movement skill or basketball, I think we too often favor the skill work or the studying side of things and we neglect the playing or the immersion side of things. So that ratio is a little bit skewed to the wrong side in my opinion. So again, if I would have to give you a suggestion to learn a language, it would be immerse yourself. But if I had to parallel that to basketball, I would say go play more. Go immerse yourself in these skills. <clears throat> and although you must continue that skill work, you also have to, to focus more on that full immersion. And that's what's truly going to teach you in the long term. <clears throat> Even if it's not that short term learning burst <clears throat> wow, that you would expect. Like for me, when I learned vocab, I'm like, yes, I learned 20 words today. Great. I just learned so much. When I immerse myself, I'm like, oh, shit, that was, that was difficult. But long term, that immersion is going to help out more. And science says that, experience says that, whatever. Same thing in basketball. Second thing I've learned, and this is, doesn't take a scientist to say this, got to get uncomfortable. Like going to Chile, going to Puerto Rico and, and forcing myself, my gringo ass, to talk in Spanish is, is difficult. Starting like I started the the Bonnie Means dot Espanol account and putting things out there when I know the grammar may not be perfect is uncomfortable. Talking and, and sounding like an idiot sometimes is uncomfortable. Same thing in basketball. You're gonna have to make mistakes if you're doing perfect practice. If you're playing with easy players, it's you're probably not gonna learn. So just that I mean this is how any skill is right, but it's. You don't, it's so easy to say that until you actually get into an environment where you are super uncomfortable and you're like, oh yeah, we're here. We're here now. We're uncomfortable. This is how we learn a skill. And I haven't learned a new skill, a, a, a bigger, more difficult skill like this in a long time. And it's a humbling experience. But I think this is also applying to the rest of my life, which has been cool. Like I'm more willing to get uncomfortable in the rest of my life, whether that's calling people that I don't know or uh trying new things on the court or whatever it may be like i've noticed that i'm more readily getting outside of my comfort zone in the rest of my life simply because i'm setting that standard in how i'm learning spanish and i think that's really really cool and i also think that that's a, a, a important implication for how we train our athletes or if you are an athlete how you train because if you're willing to get out of your comfort zone on the court it's probably going to apply to school it's probably going to apply to your relationships it's probably going to apply to business it's probably going to apply to life in general where how you do anything is how you do everything whether that phrase is true or not there's a story for another time but i do believe that there's some validity there that you can learn the skill of getting uncomfortable and once you do basketball that way once you do spanish that way once you're willing to do that and see the the benefits in it you'll do it in other parts of your life and that's what i have noticed recently this past year and it's been huge for me it's allowed me to travel a ton of places it's allowed me to do to improve as a coach on the court as a player on the court even though I don't, I don't play anymore so shorter episode uh, I just I was thinking about this a lot recently as the years kind of come to a close and this has been a big focus for me but I do think that you guys can benefit a ton from just trying this and even if it's not learning a language it could be learning some type of skill but Humble yourself in the best way possible. Try to learn something new. It's going to teach you so much about not only the nature of learning a skill, but yourself. Give you a ton of valuable lessons. That's what Spanish has been able to do for me. Hopefully, at some point next year, I can do a whole podcast in Spanish. 
we shall see I'm not promising anything but as always thank you guys for tuning in hopefully you picked up something from this episode please let me know if you have any topics you want me to talk about any guests that want to get on i haven't been doing many guests lately because i've been just kind of ranting on here i just think of an idea i'm like all right i gotta go film a podcast um but yeah let me know and i'd love to, to chop it up with some good people on here so stay tuned until next time see you